going straight into this one. This is the MMA Love podcast. People were going nuts because we didn't talk to them anymore. It's about three weeks or so. But I think we were right in not talking to them because, Luke, what are no. these cards, Luke? People ask me, what are they? What purpose do they serve? Why are they here? So I'm, uh. I'm relaying this question because I know the answer. Uh, we have we have contractual obligations to fulfill both to our both to our roster of fighters and to ESPN. So uh, we will make fights in the cheapest way possible, and that is at the apex. There you go. Is there like we had Dern versus Jan uh, a week ago or so, two weeks ago? I don't uh, know. Who counts? And then now we had Grosso versus Arujo, and yeah, I mean there there was some awesome fights in between these cards. I'm just struggling. Mm-hmm. Even on this card, I mean, there, there were some nice performances and good good, good fights, but... Po- possible sub of the year on this Yeah, one. exactly, but... Things happen. Probably Things do happen. Probably the only fight we'll talk about. <laughs> but tell me any of these fights, like combined Dern versus Jan card and Grosso versus Arujo card. Combine them. Combine and then them. Try, me. try to remember them from two weeks ago. What happened without? Don't close your eyes. Don't look at Fight Pass. Don't look at. Uh, don't look at Tapology. Tell close me your the, browser tabs. No. Tell me the most. Try to remember. <laughs> tell me was Jesse Ronson versus Joaquin Silva on this card? Probably. Or two weeks ago. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I couldn't tell you without looking. So we, while while Luke struggles to find out which which of these. Of these, like, uh, has to be twenty or thirty fights, like mm-hmm. meant actually meant something, or no. we we learned something, or we saw an incredible display of martial arts. Like we, <laughs> the, the reason we why we tune in, um, we had very good fights, and we will talk about mm-hmm. glory, of course. Fuck yeah! Also, we will talk about BKFC because Luke wants to, and always, um, probably a bit bit local MMA, but. Highlight in the last two weeks has to be Glory, which is uh, fitting for an MMA Love podcast. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Did you did you come to a conclusion on these two combined cards? Which which fight meant something? Oh, which fight meant? Uh, yes, yes. You 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 got me. You understood me. What me? Are we like? <laughs> have I gone full misanthrope and nothing means anything? <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> we just are, the only thing that could possibly mean something is if a young man from Japan can rip off one of the best submissions of the year on the second fight of a card no one is watching. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the only thing that means anything. Uh-huh. It's hard, no, because... I'm not, and I'm really, really honest with this. I'm, I'm not trying to put down the fighters on these cards because these fucks just, they want to have their experience. They need to have contracts fulfilled. The Apex doesn't pay itself, so you have to invite some rich fucks. 
Yeah, for real. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I totally yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Uh-huh. Fuck. Newly minted. Mark has rent, Zuck rented the whole thing out for the Dern thing, and I already forgot he did it. I mean, to be honest, I'd rent out the Apex for, for a group of friends to have fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd choose another card, though. <laughs> Not for what Mark paid, I'm sure. You would pay a fair price to rent the Apex out for a group of 100 friends. I'm almost positive Mark paid like three orders of magnitude more than you would have. Would, he wouldn't care, though. That's true. For he him has that much money. It doesn't matter. It's peanuts. I, I always ask myself, who wants to see fights in the metaverse, though? Like, do you want to put on your Oculus and watch watch these fights? I, I, I don't have one. Do you have a VR thing? I had one, but it's, it's so <clears> old <throat> now that it's probably unusable. But look, we talked about incel erotica in, in the prelude of this of this podcast. I mean, I yeah, know. we caught up and we caught up and and we were talking about maybe we just do a Killer Miller podcast and and do some social media deep dives and stuff like that. But Caposa posted the video from LFA VR universe uh, viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there was a, there was a pretty crazy sequence in, in LFA and uh, it, it honestly, you're watching the video of it with the, with of somebody with the headset on and it's just really shaky because they're looking around everywhere and you're able to look around in there, which is kind of neat. Like you can you can be cage side and look around and see uh, see the action and see the ref be like twenty feet away and out of position. You know that's fun, but as a experience, I think I I think I value the production if the production team is good watching on TV. You can probably see a lot more. Honestly, yeah. I'm telling you. I know what these headsets are used for. I know that Mark or, so, or all these people want you to be in the metaverse. But um, yeah, look, I'd, I'm not sure. I'm. You know what these headsets are used for? Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. Incel erotica. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, the, the title of this um, podcast should be Incel Erotica. Should but, change it. But now it's all Pat No Rose, which um, you can think whatever you want now. Kind of still fits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I struggle to. I mean, I watched I watched these two UFC fight nights. I watched this one today too. I I quite enjoyed it. I'm I'm happy that I had a fast forward button as usual. That I didn't didn't have to make this a seven hour experience, but like a two hour experience, which is is fun. What what I think. These cards put a lot of pressure on the fighters on them to actually be way more exciting and way more risk um, risk like be more risk takers than they usually are because if they are not, then we get these glorified sparring matches where and I'm accusing Arusha and Grosso a bit doing that like none of these actually really really wanted to finish the fight and so you get these and you get them in combination with the UFC Apex which is just makes you sad watching this, this I think I I think every Apex card I'm going to I'm going to tweet or uh, I'm going to post on the socials about how the Apex makes this sparring because I I did it I did it during the Mana Martinez 
uh, Brandon Davis fight because James Krause was just screaming at Mana Martinez to screw his head on straight between rounds, which was great because they were treating it like a they were treat they were just we're just having fun in here, man. We're just uh, we're just we're just throwing some punches, man, and you know some of them are going to land, and then we'll we'll hug it out, slap each other's butts at the end of the round, and go back to our corners. James Krause was fucking over it by the end of round two, and it was great, and, I- and it was. Perfectly deserved. I, I, uh, I'm, I, I'm, I am not completely out of it telling you that all of these UFC Apex fights lack a certain intensity that we have. And, and it's, not, I mean, it's not even that far out because you know that for, for people of you who trained or, or have been in gyms, you know that there are people in the gym and they are awesome at the gym. And in the sparring, they are like, they're the very fucking best. And then you have people that get get the like get second place in sparring let's say like that <laughs> but then they walk out into an arena in, into the sea of donks and they just get pumped and then they just get fucking pumped and they get something they they, they like they do perform different yeah and the sea of donks like if tw- it makes you it makes you fight different and it makes the whole the whole intensity of of an arena is way more needed than we actually ever knew I bet, I bet if, I bet if twelve thousand people were screaming at Mana Martinez, he he would throw more and throw more often, throw more harder and throw more often. Yeah, like in the, yeah. in the Swanson versus Martinez fight. I mean, that that's a good fight on this card, right? This dude, dude. I mean, be beyond the the like. The glue factory aspect of some of these fights, yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not convinced that Swanson, Swanson leg, should should still be there with, TKO. with like, yeah, should he be, still be there with 38? I don't know, but he still seems to find ways to finish some high level dorks from time to time. Like, I think last time oh, he, he's finished, good. he finished Elkins, he finished Pineda, he, and dude, Cron Gracie's on his record. Where, where the fuck is that guy? Yeah, he in in 2019, Swanson got his whole knee shredded. And com- when he competed at Quintet, and then he did he did this running single punch stuff for most of the first, <laughs> and then he got caught in the end of the first with a huge left knee. Which I mean, that could happen. That's not not a big mistake on Fuck. his part. God. He c- could have been a stoppage as well. Like we, he was just getting f- fisted at the cage. Yes, he was getting <laughs> fisted Herb. at the cage. Herb Herb was the right ref if you want people to. Uh be sure people are dead and headed to the glue yeah, factory because Herb, Herb doesn't care. We got Herb in there and there was no yeah. intelligent defensive moves visible to this podcast host over here, but look, who who am I anyway? Like, And so so we get four more minutes of, of damage to Cobb in the second until Martinez caps <laughs> the knee of Cobb again. You see that damn, that damn knee just crushed again. Goddamn. Crushed. Telling you, Luke... Bad knees are bad in MMA. Yep. So, in order to make this this around thing, because we we bitched about the, the apex and the glorified sparring matches, did Martinez look to you in any like? Did he look pumped to you, fighting with urge, needing to do oh. stuff? He was calm well, and collected. You can you can you can formulate that positively. But all right, well. Let's we'll, we'll compare and contrast his. I think that that is partly an attitude thing too. Like probably yeah. he seems like a quieter. Per, he doesn't seem like a a person that gets real wound up. Yes, exactly. And 
even in his post fight, I watched some of his post Jonathan Martinez's post fight. Yeah, I just I it's all sinking in now. I I just I just beat Cub Swanson. You know, he was kind of <laughs> like he was kind of like uh, like holy shit, I just beat Cub Swanson. Yeah, wow. I'm not I'm not hating on his performance in any way. That that's probably the dude oh, he is. That's but... he dropped Cub Swanson six times and then finished him. Uh huh. Six t- five times. Yeah, at least two he had... from knees. Yeah. One from lead elbows, two more from leg kicks. Yeah, at least he had the urge to do to like really wanting to finish a fight and be in there and do do awesome stuff, which you can't say for many of the fighters on this card. We'll, we'll go into um, we'll go into the third DS brother, who is not a a, a real DS, <laughs> and and tell you what what actually happens if you should f- finish a fight and you just don't. And that I'm yeah. not I'm not thinking about. Um, Nick Maximoff here, but <laughs> yeah, look, but like, like you can't like it's it's a gonna be a rare person that like gets a mic shoved in their face and screams into it if there aren't thousands of people around. Yeah, it should you should. It's like you're gonna you're gonna what are you gonna do? What is Jonathan Martinez supposed to do? Hype up a hundred people? Like more no, than but they're it, as hyped as they're gonna get. Yeah, you know? besides his three friends who were allowed into the arena, like I. I'm really, I'm really not trying to sound like Dana or Jail Sonnen here, but this is a this is a platform for you, and you have to do something with this platform. Either it be up front of the fight or after the fight, like people like Pimblet or Sean O'Malley, or you do it in the fight. Also, like Pimblet and O'Malley are good good examples to like to make use of this whole platform. Are they the very fucking best fighters on the planet? Of course not, but at least. They got that they have to do stuff here. And this subdued, boring, <laughs> Adderall-like this stuff of, of Arujo and Grasso, I cannot... I, I just don't understand yeah, it, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You have an Adderall, I mean, you have an Adderall you, shortage at the moment, right? No, yeah. Worldwide, like, ADHD people are fucked. Like, I get it, but... 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 <laughs> but... I... I you know, I, I, that's why I have three screens going, you know, because I can look at any one of them. But, like, it, at a certain point, like, they, it becomes harder and harder for the UFC to say no to you, even if you never want to say a word, if you just keep stringing wins together. But they can still say no to you. They can pass you over for as long as they want. If, you, if they don't think you're going to be excited, you're going to get the, the eyeballs. That So, yeah. Like, I mean, Grasso's marketable, though. So there's that for her at least. I but you have to you have to deliver stuff. It is your it is your job. You do nothing else than train. So we need to see stuff that we as the as ordinary dumb fucks just are not able to do. And in some of these so, competitions, we don't. And, so we recommend uh-huh. always have a call out. Uh-huh. Always try to work for finishes and always post pictures. From horseback on a beach, dude, have right? have a an artificial snake bang it to the floor. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care. That's right. Do whatever yeah. it takes, man. Do something. Entertain us, man. It's it's the, the reason you're there. I mean, you can be you can be. Uh, of course, Kane Velasquez comes to mind, which is probably not a good idea to talk about. But that dude didn't talk, but he was entertaining. Like he he brought it. You don't have to be a good talker. You don't have to be the next Jail Sonnen. You don't have to shout out 50 Gs, baby, or Red Panty Night shit. You can, you can just 
one one of these three instances you have to perform man. and i know i get it in the apex it's double and triple hard to perform i, I get it but oh, it's man. the worst it's the worst swanson versus so, martinez so though, they they please me like it's it's martinez probably just in, i i want to see that dude in an arena like go for it yeah because i see yeah. i see what he can do i see that he's good I see yeah, that there's not everybody can do that to Cub Swanson. You need the extra look, they can't take drugs as easily as they could to boost the performance. So they need they need some the sea of dogs just to They need the sea of dogs. I should yeah, I'll use that in my next my next bitch session about the Apex. But that at least you know at least we're giving a re, we're given a reprieve for a couple weeks. There will be a C a C of 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 donks. Yeah, the sea of seas. The sea of seas. Look, we are going back to Fight Island, so at <laughs> least they will have that. Now that I've shit all over Arujo versus Gross, so like this is the Monofioro division, and Monofioro real will will fight Chukagian next week. Like next week, look, it's just straight bangers from bottom to top. It, you cannot even fathom the card they put together for two eighty, and yeah. Now we have Arujo versus Grosso. They know where they are, where they are at, and it, they know f- that fight's happening. They know they have to make a statement to be next in line because that fight's happening. Five round decision. What do you want me to say about this fight? I missed a lot of it. We <laughs> learned nothing. Look, Grosso looks slick with her movement, but she needs to do something with that fucking slick movement. Mate, like have again. I I I know I'm I'm sounding like a broken record, but. Have you heard that this, combinations work? Just small little. This like, dude, this dude has been on vacation and has come back spicier somehow. Just, just little me over here having an opinion, right? Just some combinations, maybe. Just put put something in there. Very yeah. steep, dude. Like again, push. You know what I thought? Killer Matt instinct was. Listen, it. I saw, I saw this in the second round when I was really trying to pay attention, and I thought, okay, Viviani Arujo. Araujo can get Grasso down yes. basically at will. Yes. Hold her down basically yes. at will. Good. So one of two steps Ara- complete. Araujo can finish her at will and she's not. Yes. And then they get up and Grasso can touch Araujo anytime she wants. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, Grasso can punch Araujo anytime she wants. So she should be able to finish her at will. You cannot tell not. me. You cannot tell me that these two fighters are not better than what they showed us tonight. Like no, they're better. They are. They, they, they were have just to. dancing around each other, exchanging jabs for rounds on end. Blame like, the apex. Yeah, it, it, it's sad. Blame the apex, man. I want to see the best perform the best, and clearly there's something missing. But um, do they? Do they look? I've seen this now. They don't beat Fioro. They don't beat. Of course, they don't beat Chevy. Like, what is even here? Very, very, very. That that's a downer, man. It's not good. Well, I mean, at least we know who to bet on when they make those fights. Uh huh. <laughs> There's that at least. Yeah, and, you know. need to start. Unfortunately, it. everyone else like smarter than us can see that too. So the line's not going to be too good. <laughs> um, did they get the performance of the night? Something? Like no, Martinez get no, got one. No, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and, got, uh, let's move. Let's move to this business. one. Tatsuro yeah. Taira. Fuck yeah. Let's go, dude. Let's go this to this dude. Fight. This fucking dude, man. How how old's he? Twenty two. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's he's eleven and 
11 and 0. Good frame on that guy, man. That that dude, Ted, that dude looks good, man. That's that's a good. What frame. is it? What is it about lanky ass dudes that flow between phases that I love so much? Yeah, but dude, this, what is it? This dude is not even that. As the, that dude is not like a lanky lanky dude. That dude has a frame, man. That dude has that dude is built combat, and he has nice striking defense, nice movement, good transitions to the clinch. Vergara is not a bad opponent, man. And no. <laughs> Did, did, did the Zuro lack, lack that killer instinct a bit to push to go for the finish? Maybe. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. But he was working relentlessly, tirelessly. You saw that Tatsuro wanted to finish this fight. You know, you saw it. And you, you didn't see that in all mm-hmm. the fights tonight. Like, for example, mm-hmm. in Arusha versus Cross. Just, just saying. And then we That's had... We, we moved on to a full backmount body triangle, which we should ban, according to Jonas. <laughs> well, <laughs> you say that, and then a dude flips around and puts a guy in an armbar from a back mount body triangle. Yeah. Also, I need to discuss this with people who actually understand jujitsu. I saw some How? stuff that, that that this dude did. Like he was very like he put his own chin behind his hand to get more of of like a. And he had he had a very nice head positioning, I think, which I I, I seldom see. That the dude was. Uh, adjusting his head and his arm and his chin in order to sink that joke in. I need someone to explain that to me and show it to me because that was a very, very good move. And then, yeah, of course, look, the cross grip and then transition to the arm bar. Fucking incredible, man. Very good. So so I want to... So the his gym's logo is in topology. His gym is the Paraistra Okinawa. Uh-huh. And the A in par, para is the first A is a dude putting another dude in a leg lock. Uh-huh. And I want to know what kind of jujitsu they are doing in Okinawa right now, because this Hi. is wild. Okinawa jujitsu, man. Hi. Yeah, man. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we're, we've moved on from karate. Probably. Yeah, look, that, that, was, that, hey. was a good, that was a good performance, man. Vergara did, did awesome defensively, and Tatsuro just... I'm very, very excited actually to see another like this dude seems like a something we don't see as much, which is a submission prodigy. And we need we need more hype, crafty hype submission as, artists. Hype as fuck for very this nice guy. Spell. And also fun. Uh-huh. Just a fun person. Uh-huh. Screaming at Felder. Uh-huh. Felder was not prepared for that. Oh no. He was, Felder, he, Felder was, was... he was in Apex mode. Uh-huh. He was surprised. Oh dude. So, but... <laughs> oh. Something happened. Tyra screaming at him. Tyra talking about In and Out Burger with jo- journalists. Just uh-huh. good stuff. I liked it. I mean, Dom Cruz. If you talk about Felder, like Dom Cruz recovered, right? He seemed less grumpy than usual. Maybe, maybe the last fight softened his heart a bit. Probably. <laughs> he seems. He seemed like he. <laughs> I was wondering if he was just stewing in his own juices a little bit during the TJ Dillashaw promos, but possibly. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he seemed like he was having a good time. Now, from here on, um, you had... Is it... I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, you had Mike Jackson versus Pete Rodriguez. Mike versus Pete. Sounds pretty American <laughs> to me, bro. Pete had uh-huh. this bowl cut with the red dyed hair. And yeah. dude, dude has a whole history curriculum tattooed to his body. Like hieroglyphs. Yeah. Greek statues or Roman statues, mm-hmm. whatever. That's that's nice. And then, Mike is Mike is is it the guy that 
beat CM Punk? CM Punk's book? Yeah. That is Mike yeah. Jackson, right? Yep, that is that Mike Jackson. Mike Mike, the MMA journalist Jackson. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah. yeah, Roddy, I think Roddy deserved to win, win a bonus for this crispy striking and the uppercut, left uh, hook, bay to the knee finish. He, he, he deserved he, one. He sent Jackson to the fucking shadow realm. Oh. So why no why no bonus? Bonuses for finishes in the apex is the only way to uh-huh. do it. Because then you give people the reason. Exactly. Everything else doesn't work. Yep. Uh we did because ha- we did have that Apex card, mm-hmm. what, a couple months ago? And they just couldn't say no. They just had to give everybody a bonus that got a finish. There was like one fight that didn't get a finish. Yeah, you have to institutionalize it. Otherwise, people... Yes, we do. Institutionalize. Make it a rule. And then break the rule whenever you want. Because we're the UFC, we do whatever we want. Like like exactly. Mm -hmm. Like like the last two cards. It's just... We had uh, your first interest, Piera La Fiera. But, I mean, that is... But we didn't have... We didn't have Buffer introducing her... So we got our lackluster decision out of her, which I mean, really was just her out muscling Sam Hughes because she's yeah. bigger than Sam Hughes. Great, moving nothing. On. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on, um, Joe Anderson, that is a slick dude. Dyna- look, Ritu. dude, also dynamic as fuck. Walkout, I like it. If you're able to be energized <laughs> in this death hole, death hole that the apex is, you know, you know that you're in for a ride. And Brito. Backpack, backpack, a rear naked choke. I love it, man. Very good. Amen. Um, oh, the DS brother that no one likes. <laughs> uh, hey, I like him. Yeah. And Come on. Usually I would be a fan of Malkoon because the dude is good and he's uh, with like a training's partner, but um, the injured knee of Maximoff told the story from like from early round two, I think. I, I'm not quite yeah. sure. Do you know when the, when the Maybe injury actually happened? round one, man. Yeah, I don't even know. I think he just. I think something just got twisted up when he was moving. So you have a visibly impaired Maximov in front yeah. of you for two and a half rounds, and you're not able to yeah. finish him. No, nope. I mean, nope. tell me, tell me that is that. That's so just, that's just straight bullshit, man. So it's not. That's probably a fix. I'm, that is suspect. That is that is like. I'm pretty sure Malkoon bet on himself by decision. Yeah, because. He, in round three, had... He was pretty much just gifted a front choke guillotine. Dude. Had it. You see... Locked the, hand, locked the hands, looked down, and then let it go and stood and stepped back. You see where Maximov is hurt. You see it. Never even minding that. He literally had the finish locked and so, let go. What are, what are we even doing here, pal? Moving on. <sighs> what is that? Glue Factory. Alonzo Atomic oh, yeah. Menafield starches Misha Serkinov. Look, and, first, uh, the, the only interesting thing about this fight, I mean, yeah, look, both of these guys are, guys are pretty good. They, they beat some good guys, like... Gnarly. Uppercut sealed the deal after a damn hook from hell, which is, it's, it's good. But Luke, Pal. the thing coming out of this fight... What? The controversy. The the talk of the water cooler tomorrow. Patrick H.D. <laughs> Barry oh, yeah. was cornering Mr. <laughs> Alonzo. Yeah, head but, coach Pat Barry. But then 
Where is Rose Namajunas, man? Is is Rose not Rose? good enough to corner you, Alonso? Yeah. What does this mean? Turns though? out, all turns Pat? out, Rose is Rose is in Denver. Yeah, all Pat, no Rose. What is what is what is going on here, man? I don't know, man. Is this the I end? I didn't know of a thirty-year romance. Ever, I didn't know they were that they were ever separated um, since uh, but, <laughs> since the beginning of days. thirty-year relationship. Rose Rose was chilling with uh, Rose was chilling with Gaethje at BKFC. Would you like? And that's what that's look. Gaethje and Rose, tell tell me this. Hmm. Aren't they training partners? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Denver Denver locals uh-huh. hanging out at the Knuckling Show. Is Gaethje married? Oh yeah. Is he? Oh yeah, he's got to be. Uh, Come on. Uh, you gonna you gonna? Are we really gonna deep dive Gaethje's social media instead of Killer Miller's? Yes. Go. Come on. Justin Gaethje married. <laughs> huh? uh, Justin Gaethje reveals why he what? is not married yet. There, there. Why is he not married yet? Where? Who is the highlights better cl- half? What a clickbait fucking title is that? Dude, what? Like, who is his better half? Who is it? I mean, he was uh, hanging out. Pretty, at pretty sure. Pretty sure his his better half is his coach. If I'm honestly, or his training, honest or his training partner, pal. Yeah. Look, that's for me. I mean, that's that's t- telling you what Maximo for. That's what's going is. on. That was the that was the most interesting part of that TKO, though. Yeah, You're uh, right. We had Essensal versus Henry. It's a decision, right? We don't have to talk about uh-huh. it. And then no, he had no. the Beverly Hills Ninja versus Dusko Todorovic. A a a mirror of rounds of pal the Dusko getting beat up for a round and then beating up Jordan right like, for a round. This fun. one this one got fight of the night, man. I mean look. <laughs> this is the fight of the night, huh? The Beverly Hills Ninja <laughs> brought in a dietitian. Game changed. He does not fight um a long time when he's in there. He's a fast finisher, man. Finished all yeah. of his finishes. Twelve out of twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Genuine banger. Then we were grappling for five minutes. It's it's not Gordon Ryan level of grappling. It's just just some grappling. Then Todorovic. Has this guy ever gone to decision? He hasn't. No. And then Todorovic just throwing punches. This was stuff. the first fight. This was the second fight he's ever even gone around to. Yeah, exactly. Todorovic yeah. was. Uh, did I get this right? That dude start starting the second round never stopped throwing punches. Like never. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I, so. I don't know why. So. If if you're on a cart and a fight like this gets fight of the night, I'm not sure what we're doing. That's it's, exactly. That's it's really, exactly the deal. Yeah. So the highlight, and and then I think we'll we'll put a wrap on this card. Tatsuro Taira, Jonathan Martinez was good. Was uh was Tatsuro's sub sub of the year? Oh, oh no. I don't I don't have anything better. Oh come on. Like I don't have anything better. I'm yeah. putting it in. Yeah, I mean you can put it in. It's it's fr- from a from a setup and transition thing. It's it's good. I don't think you can count this as a sub of the year. Thing I mean, there, I there mean, was so, nothing, nothing. So there's on the one line. thing. Well, there's nothing <laughs> on the line, sure. But when is like the only thing? The only thing is it it only works because CJ stood up, right? 
Like, listen, last year's submission of the year for MMA Love was Morris a baby with the a baby slicer. Mm-hmm. We had dangling arms. We had Dern versus Nina Nunes, which with this, like we had some awesome fucking finishes. Which I mean, this one, this one was straight textbook, which is awesome to see. And I, like, like I said, I want to have the technical details broken uh, down to me. But I mean, yeah. Can you jujitsu people please call Matt and tell him that back body triangles to arm bars is like I've never seen that before. So is that yeah, textbook? It's like, <laughs> come on, don't be like that. <laughs> Dude, dude's just like ripping his right leg back up over a dude's head and then putting him in an armbar. Yeah, it's also on an apex card, like the first fight of the night, Tatsur, and your your opponent is CJ Vergara. I mean, yes, I know it only works. It's like CJ stands up, so he can straighten the arm out. So like, no, no dude, dangling like, arm. No, yeah, just yeah. And sure. with and with that, we're moving on, pal. You fucking All right. morons need to be in the kickboxing business. Did you? What did you think? Like, did you? First of all, did you watch Glory Collision Four? I don't. I don't know very much about uh, Glory fans. Pal, just answer the question. Did but you watch Glory? I don't 4? think I want to know more. <laughs> they scare me a little bit. I know that. I know that Botters fans start start riots in in the stands. Like it's a soccer match. Or or a, a a football as I as to to to, to be with the nomenclature. He has but, a dedicated fan base. <laughs> Botter versus Overeem. Uh-huh. I watched that fight. Uh-huh, very good. What did you think before the fight? Who who do you think will win this? Uh, I did not think anything about it, but I hoped that. Given the horse meat available in glory, we would see an an overeem that like we have never seen before. And I wasn't really very disappointed. He was uh he was he 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 was uh in shape, but so's Botter. Yep. And then uh and so's the other guy. Uh the guy that kicks the back leg, what's his name? Uh uh Ver Verhoeven? Rico. Rico Verhoeven, yeah. Yeah. So um we've got this trifecta of extremely large men <laughs> that, fighting at the top of these glory cards. And that's pretty entertaining. Listen, um, listen. For a complete glory casual like myself. Yeah, look. Hari is certainly one of the best to ever do it in kickboxing. And he has fallen down a bit last few years. Like his losses were some fluky injury stuff, and he got he got head kick KO'd by some Polish fuck. Like, but I was super convinced that he just toy with Overeem because Overeem is up there in age. Okay, the horse meat was available again, but and like Overeem is for me, he's not known to be specifically clever in approaching his fights like game plan wise but that dude implemented a game plan with a bit of a dirty back to the head clinch uppercutting BKFC inspired style shelling up like a madman just running into Hari which after two rounds it worked pal it worked yeah 
I was yeah. I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And did it the, did it work? Because he because it like he t- did did Hari just get tired out by it or like I think I don't... he really hit him like pretty hard. And I really think that Hari was starting to feel. I mean, Hari wasn't specifically active or wasn't specifically tactical as well with using for for example his low kicks maybe he was injured or something like that I don't know or like specifically good at moving out of the way of Reem which is just charging him and Hari also knew that all the judges and the referee were paid off to make sure that he wins so that that didn't yes. help I think because that's true the counting of this re- this referee should be banned <laughs> for life for, ev- for from every like from walking the streets because that was just abysmal. Like he didn't start counting, pen counting. Hari uh, was sending oh, over him from corner to corner. It's it was insane. Oh, to watch. it's even it's even better than that, man. It's like like he's 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 like counting and stopping mid count. He went like three, four. How you doing? Insane. Five, six insane like does he know he's mic'd up and no or no one just just no one gives a shit no we knew everybody knew including hari which i think for the first time in his career was to his detriment like he knew that like during this whole card i thought that the judges and the referees wanted to make sure that they have a a moroccan champion or something like that didn't work out in the end but like the amount of fuckery that was going on in the hari versus overeem fight was just that was just next level even for glory like Okay, look, Josh is getting it wrong. I mean, of course, <laughs> that's that's pretty normal. Josh is being bribed off in kickboxing bouts to, <laughs> to to score a certain way. I mean, come on, we know it. But the referee in this fight was just that was just a bit too much. But I loved I loved every second of it. It was so awesome. And and the Reem now has a, a resume for a for a martial artist, which is borderline insane. Did we lose Lucas? No. Okay. I'm just thinking about it. like I I I really like that there's places for some of these guys to go after they leave the UFC uh-huh. and still and 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 despite all that still win. <laughs> because like the BKFC route for Mike Perry comes to mind too, exactly. honestly. Like I, I was, I was thinking that Reem might be BKFC bound, but Glory is a good fit for him. Although he barely Glory is a great, yeah, he's got the the pedigree is there. If you, if people out there haven't seen Glory Collision Four, please watch it because he had four championship bouts on on that card, which were like Bear maybe Van Soest versus Musadak wasn't a particularly good fight, especially oh, because because Van Soest like. How how can I even describe what ha- I mean? She is now she she's down the Diego Sanchez Joshua Fabia route with her coach, which made her like eat raw liver stuff <laughs> and, like all these all these um, <laughs> superstition eat and you think lifestyle the, uh, things. Do you think that the disco the disco scooter helmet, do you think that thing's lined with tinfoil on okay, the inside? Okay, listen. This disco helmet is probably the best prop. The golden disco helmet is probably the best prop I've ever seen in in combat sports. And I was, was I was going so far that why not award people 
golden disco helmets as as trophies instead of these boring fucking helmets uh, uh, belts. I don't I don't get it, man. But Van, Van uh, Soest is, is is down the guru route, which I think yeah. showed a bit in her performance, which was quite lackluster. Yeah. I mean, you have Musadak, she's 22 years old and she's a, a Euro champ. So she, she's pretty good and, and actually I thought she brought it. I, I I didn't think she did enough, but I was so convinced that the judges would just give it to her. But in the end, they didn't. So I, I quite enjoyed the fight. And then, like when Soast with the helmet, it's, it's a picture that I'll take to my grave. It's so good. Dude, yeah, I mean, I get get it while you can, because this this kind this kind of guy, this guy's uh, her time is her time as a as a competitive yeah, uh, combat it's, it's sports a, artist is is numbered. Yeah, watch really. the pack, watch the pre-fight hype packages where where you see that dude walk around with her and stuff. It, it's hear him talk, you you get the Joshua Fabia vibes, and you just cringe the fuck out, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, Maslovoye versus Khababes, which was was a good, very good kickboxing bout. Bestati versus Koprilenski was a good bout. Like, I don't know who 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 is the out there to beat Patch. Vidalis did a very good job, though. So this this was a awesome card. Like, really showcased what kickboxing could be all about, and I really, really hope. Like, but please, Glory, get your financial shit together, please. Just wash some more drug money, or do do whatever it takes. Man, we need this promotion. It's it's the best matchups. It's the best fighters in kickboxing. I take Jonas's suggestion. Put four ounce gloves on these guys, and and okay, we're, gold, yeah. we're golden men. Yeah, yeah, we did have a little. Uh... Fairtex Extreme Muay Thai to watch this week. Exactly. <laughs> always. As always, under 18, delivering. Uh, it's like some 16-year-old just beating shit <laughs> oh, out of a 22-year-old boy. with four-ounce oh, gloves boy. on. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like... It, it, oh, yeah. <laughs> just amazing. So, yeah, four-ounce gloves for everybody, man. Karate Combat, give them four-ounce gloves. I'm pleased that you guys are watching stuff like this, too. It's, uh, it's something I... I mean, I've seen. We are I've clearly, seen, we are clearly degenerates at this point. Like, also, I've, I look. I've seen millions of Muay Thai bouts in my life, and it's it need something special to to bring me out of the of the shed to to like specifically watch it. But the the stuff they do in in one and in glory, kickboxing, probably some Muay Thai mix in there. I I like it. Yeah. Oh, okie dokie, man. BKFC. Oh you, yeah. Tell me tell me what it is what is it about BKFC and Well, um BKFC got back to their roots a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's a there's a fair few fighters that are getting very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um I I just yeah, give me that. Okay. They they and and they're not so there's there's a couple things that they do that make it really fun and easy to watch. Number one, it's cheap. It's like 40 <laughs> bucks a year. You can watch every event. So don't worry about the money because it's half a UFC pay-per-view for the entire year or something. The other thing they do, I mean, you know, and that probably means these people get paid peanuts, but, you know, that's not that different from anywhere else anyway. The other thing they do is they're it's fast. They're not... They're not on network TV. They don't need to break shit up with commercials and, and a ton of promo packages. They move right along with a with a less than ten fight card typically. 
and then the rounds are fast. So you get fast fights moving right along on fast cards. It's not a big deal to watch because it's like two or three hours of entertainment and that's it. So you're getting like, you know, you're getting like two UFC veterans, uh, a women's fight where they like half the time they advertise their only fans and then like a championship fight where there's like almost a brawl after every time a belt changes hands because some other guy thinks he gets the next title shot and he wants it right away. So it's all like, they 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 lean into the circus shit just a little bit, but not too much most of the time. Which is why we get stuff like "I'm a fucking feeling," and that gets us to tune in. So this week we got Chris Camozzi versus Bubba McDaniel. Do you remember Bubba McDaniel? Yeah. Do you remember Bubba McDaniel was on Tough? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Do you remember he's friends with John Jones? Of course he is. Okay. Bubba McDaniel fought Chris Camozzi. Uh-huh. Oh, Camozzi. I, I know all about Camozzi. And you know Camozzi. <laughs> this is at Cruiserweight. This was at uh, 205. Uh-huh. And and Camozzi, uh, let's just say there's probably not USADA testing in BKFC. Let's dudes just looked, say... Dudes looked big. Pretty sure they not test for much. Yeah, probably they yeah. probably they pride your ass and say, um, "The more the better, <laughs> the more the merrier." Pal, Kamosi starched McDaniel, dude. It's amazing. Yeah, Kamosi got a win. He's one and zero in BKFC. Mm-hmm. Also, Mike Richmond, who is very good at BKFCing, uh, fought and got. Uh, I guess what I would say, I guess I would say Richmond uh, fought through adversity for the first time, and I've ever seen his BKFC career. He's got nothing but wins leading up to this fight, and uh, then got his ass kicked for the entire first round. So for like two minutes, just got punched in the face. He looked like a chipmunk after the first round, <laughs> and he came he, and he came back and won. It was a good fight. But yeah, like the 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 typical thing for me is like, okay, it's like. BKFC after UFC, I'm winding down. I'm just gonna like watch out of the corner of my eye, kind of thing. And that's that's like all the attention you really need to, because you're gonna see something crazy happen at some point, which is when Richmond wins. They're trying to interview him, and some guy rushes the ring and tries to fight him. <laughs> like, what is what is it about BKFCs? female portion of the fighters and the urge to um, appeal the, the woman that flashed the woman that flashed everybody was in was in Thailand I think wasn't it wasn't it BKFC I mean look it's the same thing it was in BKFC it's just they they are now running their BKFC Thailand like uh they they've got they've got the uh the pipeline the minor leagues in Thailand, and then people fly over to the U.S. for more cards. Yeah. Or something. I have no idea. Like, look, it's... I like the product. I, I, I bought famously bought the Knucklemania shirt because that <laughs> post-fight post hype that was going on was something... Like, it's the best I've ever seen. Still. And, oh, and 
and <laughs> it gives you a place for your ex UFC fighters. Exactly. Look, like not not like hating Dan it. Rothwell. I was also surprised how good it actually was. Like te- from a technical standpoint, most of most of the things was in like surprisingly good fighting skills displayed. And also the like we we broke it down before. The knuckling structure is perfect. Mm-hmm. Round yep. time is perfect. It really, it really, the setup is made for some awesome production. Hands. Production wise, it's really as good as it can be. Exactly. Like and and even, I mean, yeah, like uh, uh, Lytle is great. Yeah, on the desk, he ex- actually he is, which yeah. is also surprising. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, wheel lock we could probably do without, but like we we suffer through plenty, so you know we'll give them a pass. Big deal, you know. Yeah, pal, I'm I wanting you to react to stuff. I need you to react to a thing first. Okay, let's go. Do you, do you remember from John Hathaway? Uh, I, I for me, you broke up a bit. Can you repeat? Remember a guy named John Hathaway? Absolutely, I do. Did you know that he just got a win? In what? <laughs> Octo- Octagon thirty six. <laughs> oh, the check, the check um, promotion. Yeah, you guys were John all Hathaway over that fought. One. John Hathaway fought. I mean, why not? This dude hasn't fought since twenty fourteen. Yes, coming off a spinning back elbow loss to the stun gun. Sounds to me like John Jones. Haven't haven't not have not fought since like forever. <laughs> yeah, except probably a nicer person, more deserving yeah, of a win. I mean, but that's not difficult. <laughs> uh, you know what the difference between John Jones and John Hathaway not fighting for eight years is? No, but that John Hathaway didn't say he was going to fight the entire time. Like, listen, how we came, like this podcast made it happen that we said. You know the difference between John Hathaway and John Jones. That's yeah. Cool. That's that's not fighting for eight years. That's what you did to me. That's, that's what you fucking do to me. Now listen, Uriah Hall. <laughs> Uriah Hall <laughs> was hating. Like he, he, he retired. Yeah. Now he's back boxing. Of course, that's retiring means bo- boxing. But it doesn't matter. He, he he will box some uh, some of your. American football dorks, which I couldn't care less about, but Uriah Hall was hating on Ring Girls and the pay that Ring Girls What? Hating on them. What? I said, it's probably like all of the fighters retiring are going another, to another promotion like Aspen Lat now going to the PFL and saying that she's mm-hmm. earning money like never before. Also Uriah yep. Hall was saying like it's it's abysmal that fighters get ten at ten and ten and Dream Girls yep. supposedly are getting like seventy K per per evening or something like that. I just uh I just uh looked through Hathaway's record. He was getting twelve and twelve back in two thousand nine. So what is your take? Uriah hating on other people making money. Yeah, I, I, I'm confused because I'm pretty sure that just means the ring girls have a better agent than you do. Exactly. That's you know? that's like, why you are the like co-host. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you should go up to 
to Ari to not maybe not Ariani because Ariani's kind of legacy. She's been at this for a long time. Go up to one of the newer newer ring girls. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Hey, how much you making? Talk about money with her a little bit. Buy her some drinks, and then find out who her agent is. Exactly, and so get good. that agent to represent you. Yes, Uriah. So it's it's because Uriah. Frankly, Uriah is a good looking man. Mm-hmm. And I think he could do well with a talent agent that represents Dude, Ring Girls. Exactly. Also, but if you prefer when to his act- head is when his head is screwed on straight, he's a good fighter. Mm-hmm. But if you but prefer he's missing the point to act like a weirdo and sign contracts that you're unhappy with. I mean, <laughs> does, is the UFC a shitty capitalist organization? Of course. Yes. Not even want to talk about it. It is a. It is <clears> the. <throat> The finest distillation of a system that takes advantage of its workers. But if you are starting to hate on other on your coworkers earning more than you do, you clearly, clearly are a bit dumb. You are missing the point. Clearly, yeah. you're, you're like so close, though. You're so close. So close. Just, <laughs> just so far away yet. Because <laughs> she, because she's not your coworker. <laughs> no. You're not wearing a thong. I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to fight in a thong, but you're not wearing a thong holding a ring card. You're spinning, you're you're throwing insane spinning shit every fourth fight and scoring a wild ass knockout. That's your job. Now, staying with money because people around the MMA sphere love talk about money. Paper I love guys. talking about money. I love it. I love Let's talking do it. about crypto. Which uh, <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs> no, is the is the farthest from money at the moment. <laughs> yeah, look, um, that's that's also a sign that we only have Apex cards around until next week. We had our boy Chatri, the the, the incorporate like the, the <laughs> how can I even say that. <laughs> Like he is a capitalist in a nutshell. Like if you if you go to the to your Britannica lexicon, look for capitalism. That dude's picture is there, and he was claiming fake news on uh, the like the, the four hundred million they lost. Well, which how which they reported themselves, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Like facts don't news. matter. Facts don't matter anymore. We're just. We'll just run around saying fake news to everything. Thank tell you, me, politicians. Tell me how a crook, alleged crook like Chaltry, is able to have an organization so good. How is that I don't possible? know. Is there, like... How is it I don't possible? know, because, it's, because they're on deck for this week. They've got two events, I think, and one of them's on Amazon Prime, so I can actually watch it. I mean, I get, I, I get that you're losing so much money if you pay... Uh, the underground king billions. I get that 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 business model is probably bound to fail. But you know what's funny is like he's like unhappy with his pay again too, or something. I mean, <laughs> it's like clockwork. Look, it, it just the dude just bounces around like <clears throat> being a legend and being pissed off, and it's great, uh, pal. I. I like when I look at some of the I honestly don't understand how any of these people succeed at what they're doing. They must be they must be really good at in negotiating these contracts and and it gives the stuff that 
the the decisions that are made publicly and like the stuff people do it just looks so suspect and stupid when you look at it on its face like like paying the underground king billions of dollars or whatever like that doesn't seem like a good idea to me just looking at it right and then you know you get like your your one legitimate MMA journalist trying to find a story Kareem Zidane writing about uh, writing about their sus finances and you're like oh yeah okay so presumably you know what could it be except an organization that takes in money and gives out money and uh gives some of the money back you know i don't i don't understand what they're doing if they're not washing so you know, at least they're putting on fun fights. Let's, we just, get John hope, let's just hope they keep we get up Starboy. There. Yeah, we get Starboy. We get uh, four ounce gloves, Muay Thai. I mean, they mm-hmm. they deliver good good stuff. Shows. Walk-outs, yeah, I have no ramps. idea. When when somebody reports their own loss and then claims it's fake news, like that's just an insane person. That's like the kind of person. If you have a board of directors, you're like, no, we yeah. need we need that guy to get out. Move of here. out of the way. <laughs> Look, I think I think this is a good comeback for this podcast. People who think we will not be here, it's like yeah, you clearly have no did idea. You get, did you, you get you get the no like you guys finally did you get did you get somebody like gloating in your in your DMs that somebody hit you up and be like, "Oh, you guys finally gave up." <laughs> Look, our own people in in the Discord were like <laughs> pretty sure that we're done. Like they're making they, references to uh to uh, Sure Dog and Between Rounds Radio, uh-huh, to which us. which took money for a year and did not put stuff out. Like I know, look, I'm I'm making big money with this podcast. Big but, money. But you have no clue how insane I am. And taxes to pay, lives to life. I will I will do this podcast. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. L- listen, I think we <laughs> we had a break of about three or four weeks, like the UFC did. Like listen, this this card, this Arujo versus Grosso card. It's a break. It, it's a break it for the happen. UFC. So we did. We t- we took yep. a break too, man. Why? This not? is this is the kind of shit. You know, we'll just let the interns put the fights together. Like all these, like all these young people who are discovering the UFC, f- like right now, and are watching every event at four o'clock in the morning if they are in 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 the EU and. Um, are are thinking people are insane to fast forward or to skip. One of these cards, which I, I mean, I've probably never skipped a card, which is also insane. But yeah, it's, just that's... wait, just wait and see until you burn out. I like, I have a track. Have record. you ever like? <laughs> have you ever laid down? Have you ever laid down on a couch and like talked to someone about how you've never skipped a UFC card? Because that is that is a that's problematic. I should that's I should do probably. that. Uh, like, I have a track record of watching this bullshit like for twenty five years <laughs> or so. I've still, I still managed to, I still have managed to avoid Rose versus Asparza. <laughs> talk to me, talk to me in twenty-five years, if you, and if you're still watching, good on you, man, <laughs> or, or, or bad on you. Yeah, dude, the the memes they put out for Rose versus Asparza, I I discovered them this week. Pretty good memes, man. Yeah, pretty good. If yeah. you're if you're in our Discord, you've seen the memes. If you're not. Your problem, pal. You can be in the Discord though, uh, by uh, sliding into my DMs or Luke's. By yeah, the way, Luke, you recorded some uh, some pretty good card fuckery videos on YouTube. You can find the link in the show notes. 
give that dude like watch this dude that that's insanity <laughs> yeah. displayed on youtube like he, he records I got himself bored. i he, got bored yeah he yeah. records well, himself it's it's like gambling but you know what you're gonna get and it's shit yeah nothing you get you get nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> talking about no dude i got insanity. i got a chuck lydell hall of fame autograph absolutely fucking insane that is a good call. out of 10 yeah, gold that's... out of 10 and it was so early in the morning i didn't even get excited about it i was just like oh, oh it's chuck yeah, chuck, it's yeah. but but, but the, the issue is the young guns the young peoples that, that are they're starting to watch this shit now they don't even they have no fucking clue who chuck lydell is man <laughs> so this card will probably be one dollar that card is worth uh zero dollars if the gods on Mount Science want this to happen, if we still exist tomorrow, if we're not going down in a nuclear war, we will try to don't, don't record. Put that out there. Don't don't do that. Yeah, I mean, look, whatever. I live. My I life. know you euros, <laughs> and I worry about you euros because yeah, I know too. how close you are to this shit. I worry about you. You know, who don't is, make me worry about you. You more. know who is insistigating this? But we're not going politically. Like, listen. We'll try to record a roundtable for UFC 280 because UFC 280 is on paper probably the most bonkers card we've seen in a long time. So, Stacked as fuck. If this is not getting recorded, you can blame Sean from Liverpool. All right, yeah. If it gets recorded, you can praise me. Yeah, you're a good producer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You were in it. You were in it to win it today, man. You were you were you were sending messages at nine in the morning, telling people they needed to be ready, uh-huh. ready to record, uh-huh. getting people lined up. Two hundred podcasts recorded, baby. Two hundred podcasts. This guy's recorded. This guy was recording MMA podcasts in inscrutable languages before anyone else was recording MMA podcasts. Exactly. Um, just because just because they're out there somewhere in an inscrutable language, no one speaks. Doesn't mean they weren't recorded. And we will be recapping 280. Probably with yeah. a special guest. I hope so. I hope we can we can manage this. I don't see why not. I mean, I don't see someone. Someone has to. Someone has to come on that actually likes Sean O'Malley. I do. I do like Sean O'Malley as a fighter. Oh, <laughs> there you go, pal. Look, um, if also. I need at least one co-host that is not complaining that he has to wake up at nine o'clock. Yeah, it's too early, man. It's are you fucked? This, this, this is the this, only this thing I get out of bed for. Listen, I told this fucking guy before the we recorded. Listen, this is the only thing I like getting up for. Work? Fuck that. I don't want to get up for work. Getting up to work? Getting up to go run errands and go do stuff? Go hike? No, I don't want to get up to go hike. Go drive across the country. I don't want to wake up to do that. No. I wake up before my alarm to record this podcast to talk to Matt because I like it so much. It's just the dumbest. Of course. It is, it, is, it is probably the dumbest thing we could do, but we do it anyway. So, and we get so excited. Yes, with that out of the mind and uh, out of our system. <laughs> until this, probably twice until next Sunday. <laughs> Lena Landsberg versus Carol Rosa, man. What a way to open a card. <laughs> Uh, and I love that kid. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. I'm a killer. Hi. 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 Hi.